0: Uh, entrepreneur, yes sir. Uh, recording artist, yep. Uh, owner yeah. of the clothing brand and uh, store, uh, Made in Norfolk. Yes sir. Premier Driver, that's me. Uh, appreciate you stopping by uh, no VC
1: TV. Appreciate y'all wanting to uh, take time out to kick it with us, man. Come in and show some love to the store and everything. I appreciate that.
0: For sure. This is why. It's why I create this whole. You know, this whole VC TV. You know, I want to. Uh, you know, highlight businesses, highlight right. people of interest to me, and I really just get their names out there. Right. Right. You know what right. I'm saying, like, if we don't do it.
1: Who will Who right, will For sure
0: uh, We'll start from the beginning uh, Where are you from?
1: Uh, Norfolk You know
0: what I'm saying <laughs> I, <laughs> Pretty self I, 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 I kind of figured that But people who watching this may not know yeah, that
1: Yeah, yes yeah, sir I am from Norfolk, Virginia uh, Neighborhood-wise I'm from Poplar Halls Much love the park place in uh, Norview 7100 this is my gang That's my guys And my 2800 guys too Shout out to everybody in the city Yeah For sure, for sure How old are you? Uh, 32, man 32 32 Yep 32. You look good, man You take care of yourself appreciate it, man You know, I get that a lot People be like, oh, you like 27, 27 Nah, I'm old. Right, right I we thought
0: you were like Mid-20s Yeah, man, a little old A little old Okay uh, So you went to North uh, Not North, you went to Morey High School, right? Yes, I
1: did I went to Morey Okay, yep, for uh, sure What is your opinion On the school system? Uh you know, being that I used to work in Norfolk Public School System, I do see a lot of progress from where it was when I was there. Uh, I'm anxious and interested to see how things change now. You know, with the pandemic, uh, since kids are about to start going back to school shortly, so you right. know, I'm mm-hmm. just just interested to see. But uh, me personally, my my experience with NPS was always great. I ain't never have no issues in Norfolk Public Schools in that setting at all. So yeah.
0: okay. Uh, At what point in your life Did you start to Tap into your creative side
1: Uh, In any kind of way Okay so for me man I'll say that this all started In high school Um, About 10th grade or So 10th, 11th grade I really started taking raps A lot more serious The music aspect of it And started putting out mixtapes All type of content Things of that nature And uh, from there You know it just kind of Transitioned as I got older People kept staying in tune with me And we just kept pushing the envelope You know what I mean I kept pushing it I knew music was one lane That I really loved But I was always in retail also You know I worked in sneaker stores Clothing stores Things of that nature So people okay. would always come And uh uh, be vested in my my opinion on clothing. You right, know what I'm right. saying? Bro, you like this? You think this fly, bro? So on yeah. and so forth. So from there, uh, I started doing the Made in Norfolk branding. When I would go out of town and do shows and things of that nature, I wanted to take the city with me, but still make it look cool. You okay. know what I'm saying? So that's how that's how the clothes really started. Uh, and then from there, people just tapped into it wanted to, wanting to have it themselves. So, you know, we just expanded from there again. There was music first, and then the clothes came. Okay. So, so yeah.
0: This may be a dumb question, but what made you Name the brand Made in Norfolk Cause I was made
1: in Norfolk man Dumb like, question right But not, not even though Because people ask all the time um, It was So it actually started Like I said When I would go Out of town To do shows and stuff A part of my introduction Was My name is A Driver a Driver I am made in Norfolk Virginia You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying So I would kick it like that So I uh, put it on a hat bro You know what I'm saying I right. legitimately put it on one hat uh, Just one snap back and okay. wore it in the show And after the show People were like Yo where that, Where you get the hat from Like y'all don't like your hat man I'm trying right. to get one So I was like oh, okay So you know I had got uh, A quick 20 of them made Gave them to like my homeboys A couple radio DJs Like my man Illmatic Was at Hot 91 at the time I gave him a hat I gave Bink a hat You know just the people that I knew In the area that had some clout And then from there she right. just started moving
0: Okay I want to stand this for a quick second Alright okay. so made in Norfolk Yeah You gotta really love your city Yeah To Either love your city Or you pandering Right You know to the city Right To name the brand You know Made in Norfolk I was, I was like I said that's a dope name But like You gotta love your city to, yeah. to name your Like this is your brand Yeah for sure Made in Norfolk For sure Is it like a deep rooted Like love for the city Or you just knew like Made in Norfolk People gonna fuck with it
1: I mean I feel like It's both for me Um you know from a from an from an artist standpoint you know I always looked up to Jay-Z, Nipsey Hussle two of my favorite artists right and for me it was like they always branded themselves with their area. You know I always felt like that was a part of it. You know what I mean? You have right. to take your area with you as a part of your branding. So you know Jay got Brooklyn, Nip got Crenshaw. For me it was like I'm from Norfolk, bro. Uh this is the epicenter of cool to me in the 757 area. So like let's push it, you know. Uh yeah it, it did come from a deep rooted love for the area but like i said just looking at a lot of the greats that i look up to and how did they were how they were moving i just tried to incorporate my own you know uh my own city my own movement to how things are done so okay. that, that's really how we brought it how it came about
0: who made the logo like that specific Style of
1: lettering It's uh, all me man It's all you? Yeah bro Anything <laughs> like dope. Legitimately though With the Made in Norfolk brand And I have a partner My partner is uh, Carnell Smith But with the actual Design work A lot of that came from me uh, The drip logo That you see on our back wall Carnell Carnell came up with that When just trying to Expand on what we already had But right. Like the breast cancer tees The neighborhood tees With all of the neighborhoods On the back All the designs That was just me man sitting Sitting down And just thinking, like, I always wanted uh, my branding to be clean, mm-hmm. you know, but still be very dynamic. I, I feel like just the the text in itself, the Simple Made in Norfolk logo, you can put it on anything, you know, and it'll stand out. People will see it. They'll, they'll acknowledge it. What is that? What, what, what's that mean? Where do you get that from? So right. I didn't want to do anything that was too uh, race-specific. If that makes sense You know what I mean gotcha. I That way it can
0: appeal to the whole Right
1: I didn't want to make it look too yeah. urban In a sense But I still wanted to have that feel to it You know what I mean I, And I felt like that would be the case Just because it was me uh, Promoting the branding Like my demographic is urban So we're going to see it And take to it at that level anyway But outside of that I didn't want Everybody to see it And be like Oh that's You know Anybody can wear it And go with it So right. that, that's why the branding Is as clean as it is Okay we're going to get back To made in, uh, To Maiden Norfolk in a little bit I want to take
0: it back To uh, high school Okay Paint the picture as a high school senior, or just somebody getting ready to leave high school in Norfolk. You know, you know, young black, you know, man.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, What are your options at the time? Uh, For me, man, honestly, it was either Norfolk State, TCC, Merchant Seaman, or the shipyard. Okay. And a lot of a lot of my uh counterparts were kind of faced with the same thing uh in regards to like career building out here. You know, it's 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 kind of scarce. It's you, those are your options. You either going to school, you going to trade school, or you going to do shipyard work. Or join the military. Uh my thing was just always trying to find ways to be myself. And be financially stable, you know, without having to do anything crazy or jumping out of the pocket or nothing crazy illegal. It was just always trying to find ways to uh, monetize and capitalize off the things that I love doing, you know. So uh, even with um, when I went to school, I went to school for a brief brief stint. It was always the focus was music and trying to figure out how I was gonna make some bread off being myself. So um, I know uh that's a crossroads age you know what i mean for a lot of people they they're you not sure what left or right is but i just i feel blessed because i knew always what i wanted to do i just had to figure out how to do it you know what i'm saying so yeah that was that was the biggest thing for me just figuring out how to bring it to fruition you know on the scale that it is now
0: okay was it hard to like better yourself and really, you know, step into this entrepreneurial oh for sure uh, world where you're not
1: clocking in. There's no guaranteed check. Right, right. Like you get what you right. You get what you work in. for. That's that leap of faith, man. Uh, I tell uh, everybody that's interested in starting business, entrepreneurship, anything of that nature. You know, that initial leap is the scariest thing in the world. You know, because yeah. you are stepping away from the consistencies of. A nine to five, you know, you know that that check is coming every fifteenth or first of the month. You know what I'm saying? And those are some things that can truly be terrifying when you are not aware of where it's going to come from. Um, right. I tell everybody, you know, when you invest enough time into something, the leap is not as bad because prior to me opening in the storefront I had been doing Made in Norfolk for eight years Okay, you know what I'm saying so it was small scale but it was growing to a point where people in the area would be familiar with it enough that once you see that sign go up you know the store is available to you oh okay we can go get this because we've seen it so I I just tell I tell people everybody that has that entrepreneur mind uh, gauge your market you know what I mean Gauge gauge the climate of the market see if your customer base or fan base is dialed into what you're doing if they are and you are making 200 300 a month off of whatever it is that you're doing try it you know because if you are investing little time and making some profit if you invest more time you'll make more profit so that's just oh i tell people always pay attention do your groundwork and don't be afraid you know you can't you can't succeed without failing but you can't fail unless you try you know right, what i'm saying right, so right. you gotta shoot your shot so you gotta
0: shoot the shot you never know what's yeah, gonna happen to never
1: it. know what's gonna come you from it, it.
0: Uh, I want to stay on the entrepreneur side for a second. Um, like growing up through, you know, the adolescent years mm. up to high school, then college level. Did you see any successful um, like entrepreneurs close to you? Oh, for sure, and, for and like, sure. Because you know, like we grow up, you know, you, you don't necessarily see people. Going off of just, you know doing mm-hmm. something like that At least not when I was growing right. up You see people get a job Right In the military They're right. doing something traditional Right uh, What gave you the confidence to say I can do this
1: So Uh my mother, my mother's side of our family has always been super into education. You know what I mean? All of uh, my aunts, my everybody on my mom's side, super educated, got their master's degrees, some type of uh, higher level of education. But my dad's side of the family has always been super entrepreneur based. My grandmother, uh my grandmother was like the candy lady, bro. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? She was that is <laughs> as, as small scale as that is though, but that's you know what I mean? That's really what it everybody is. Know the candy right. Yeah. My grandmother was sure. the candy lady. She uh she had owned a uh uh, a a living nursing Business where she was sending people to go live And work with work, uh, elderly people in their houses You know what I mean, my pops owned a uh, A mechanic shop at one time When I was younger, so You know, my, my aunt, his sister, is a uh, A realtor, she has a realtor's Business, so like my driver family You know, have all kind of been Big on to finding another source Of income, creating your own streams of income The whole entrepreneur aspect of it Um, but I really, really, really will attribute it to my partner, Vino, my older brother, my big brother, V, man. V was always pushing, bro, you got to figure out a way to make your own bread. You know, you don't want to be out here having to work for somebody and things go left and then you can't make your own money. You know what I'm saying? So that was really the biggest thing. Uh, He was an entrepreneur or is an entrepreneur for sure. You know, he just came home. His entrepreneur was a little (laughs) different. You know what I mean? But. It was But it's still yeah. the same You know It's still that same It's the thought. same concept yeah, It's the it's same just concept It's a just a little product. different Yeah it's a little different But yeah. you know That was that was always the thing though Just uh, Fending for self Being able to provide your own You know Creating your own stream And sources of income So I've always kind of been around it It's been a happy medium I'll say Because like I said My mother and her side My mother's family Is very education based My dad's family Is very let's get it So Right You know It's it's, it's always kind of been present
0: Okay As the owner of Made in
1: Norfolk Well, question Are you the sole owner of Made Uh, in Norfolk? So of the store, yes Uh, The branding in itself I have a partner My partner's name is Carnell, like I said Uh, I had been doing Made in Norfolk for about five years And it had gotten to a point where I was like Man, I can't maintain this by myself Because it's a lot So uh, Carnell was working with me at Zone. While we were working retail I was like bro Come on help me out man So mm-hmm. He came on board To help with uh, A lot of the production And sales Getting stuff moving You know Cause I was It was hard to try to yeah. Do it by myself Once it started to grow So once bro came in We really were able To take it to another level Um as I saw it growing, I was like, man, it ain't no need for us to keep out of the trunk with it, you know. I'm tired of going and clocking in for somebody else when I know I can do this myself. So right. I, uh, I took the initiative to come in and get in the storefront and, you know, establishing Ground Zero, making sure we had this place. And then after that, I brought my guys in. I brought Carnell with me. He has a clothing line called Certified Chicken Chasers. It's right here as well. Okay. And my partner, Kerry. Carrie uh, is from, from here, but he's by way of Detroit and Phoenix, Arizona also. So gotcha. he came. After I got the keys and we set up shop, man, you know okay. what I mean? I brought my guys in to help me make this thing run smooth, so, yeah.
0: Gosh. Gotcha. okay. Gotcha. So, when you decided to scale up, mm-hmm. um, did you fund it yourself
1: or I did didn't. you get a loan? No, I didn't, man. I didn't. I did. Uh, as I have become more invested in it, you know, business practices, learning about loans and funding and things of that nature, Uh the option for them is there, but I don't really like having that debt, you know. In a sense, gotcha. you know, my one of my biggest things was always uh, getting it yourself. You know, what I mean, getting it out of the mud, in a sense, you know, so you don't feel like you owe anybody anything, and nobody can claim ownership of something that you have other than yourself. So, um, for this, when we was when we started to scale up, and I and I saw the opportunity for the store, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go broke, but I'll be all right," you know. So I took every little, legitimately, bro, every single dollar I had. To uh, fully furnish the store Close the store Get all the aesthetics done The walls painted Because once the mall told me Because this is a part of Military Circle Mall I was working the Military Circle Mall At Jimmy Jazz Like I've always worked in a retail space It just, it just kind of worked with what I had going on You know Okay uh, Property manager came in Well first my man Big Steve Shout out to Big Steve Big Steve came in and was like Yo bro what's next for you Because I feel like we should scale up. You should. You don't need to be here. So I was like, I'm trying to get a store. He suggested this space, this area. I came and looked, uh, inquired the mall management. They knew who I was, you know. Uh, they they was like, mall management was like, oh man, I'm I've seen Made in Norfolk. my son has it, this that and the third. So right. they were really eager and excited about trying to help us move into the space. Once uh once I got a go ahead that yeah you can get the space, bro. I had every man. I honestly. No games, I had like $5,700, you know what I mean? To my name, though, like, that was my little, all right, whatever. I got a little five bands.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, you know what, man? Worst case scenario, I put it all in the store and make it all back. So for about two and a half, three weeks, yeah. I was just kicking it out, you know, getting everything cut on, getting, the, like I said, getting all the aesthetics mm-hmm. done, some construction in the store, getting some 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 countertops taken out. Uh, and, it was, and it was all hands on. You know, it was me, my dad... Uh, my girl at the time We were all in here Just putting it together Like for sure I'm looking around now Just thinking like Yo this place was a GameStop You know
0: See you, Okay so I haven't been back home In yeah. a while right uh, and, and I'm in the military Right So I moved out there Close to Seattle Okay And uh, you know I had always seen no you know Maiden, offer, yeah. You know The clothing here and there When I found you at a store I said when I get back you Gotta tap in I gotta yeah, check it man. out As I'm yeah. wearing a sweater I said I gotta check it out Yeah And I said this used to be something. Yep. And I was like, oh, this used to be GameStop. used to be GameStop. <laughs> used to be the GameStop. You used to be GameStop. Come GameStop. Out for the 2K
1: drops. You got it, bro. And, and I said, how the hell did he get this uh, this spot? You, you got it. So uh, GameStop actually moved out about three and a half years ago. This shopping center, military, sh- military shops, had been kind of vacant, you know? Okay. So uh, myself, the barbershop next door, and the club on the corner kind of have revived the energy. You know, in this space, which is which is dope because that's kind of what you want to do. You always want to raise the property value up in your area, and that's kind of what we're helping do now. But yeah, it was GameStop at first, man. And you really are from the area to know that yeah. this was GameStop. I was like, this is GameStop, yeah, for yeah. sure. And it was laid out for GameStop. You know, we had to come in here get the slat wall up. Like I said, I took everything I had to put this joint together just to make sure that you know when people came in here they felt like they were in an actual retail space and it wasn't GameStop GameStop. like (laughs) people walk in and they still be like yo want this and I'm like yeah (laughs) it was you know but it's a different energy in here now we've changed things up some so yeah I definitely like the shop appreciate it It man appreciate it
0: Have, uh, I didn't even know you you made music beyond honest, I just knew you it's from cool, Made
1: in Norfolk. It's cool, man. And, and, that, and that's what's so cool about it, though, is because, like, so I had been doing music for long time. a long time, man, long time, right? And a lot, a lot of people initially knew me from music. So once people started to become more familiar with Made in Norfolk, and they'd be like, yo, you do... You do music too? And then they go check the music like, oh nah, bro, you really do music too. You know, yeah, and it's yeah. like <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, nah, it's you know, it's cool. It's 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 it is it, dope because uh, at one time It was like I know I just I was like Man I want everybody To know me as a rapper This and a third And if it comes It comes But now it's just like Yo you know The whole package You know Is something in itself So Right You know I don't even be mad it's Like yo you made Made in Norfolk Yeah Then it come back like Yo you rap too <laughs> Yeah bro I do it It's, it's a lot But right. you know As long as people Are taking to it I don't have no issue Whenever see, you Whenever like you come to, to the money, party you know? Yeah right Whenever exactly. you come To the party It's cool for me Exactly Which Which industry Do you
0: which industry is um, with the most taxing as far as like getting started, getting the pop?
1: Shit music. No question. Music, man. because uh, it's so subjective, you know or objective, I should say. you, you never really with music, everybody has their own taste. You know, everybody Some people might like this Some people might like this And then everybody And their brother, mother, sister Uncle, cousin Does music also So, you know exactly. You deal with so much critique And criticism from people That might not do it You know Or they might feel like They can do it better With clothing It's kind of like No face, no case Alright, I just like that shirt Let me get it You know what I'm saying? I feel you That makes sense You, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. alright You know, I like that Let's get that No second thoughts about it Where with, with music it might be uh, I mean, he alright But I don't like Or I can't do My cousin also does You know With With clothing I think a lot of the extra uh, Opinions are kind of taken out It's either you like it Or you don't You know okay. And if you like it More times than not People invest in it With music Oh I might like what you got going on And that's where it stops Right You know what I'm saying I'm like Oh that's alright That's cool And they leave it alone mm-hmm. You know what I mean No no further investment in it But with With the actual physical stuff Like the clothing oh, I like that shirt Let me get that shirt Damn somebody complimented me on this shirt Let me go get another one of those shirts You know what I'm right. saying With music it ain't like uh, Oh I like this let me listen to it Sometimes it is You mm-hmm. know I let, let me listen to it You know oh put my friends on it, it happens a lot more with the clothing Than it does with the music You know what I'm saying That
0: makes sense You think that's just the way of life
1: Or um, Kinda Kinda In a sense Kinda in a sense Because Like I said It's, it's so It's so many people that venture into the music uh, realm they want to take their shot At being creatives with that and then I'm for it, Do your thing but by there being so many Options there You know it kinda It, it kinda spreads out the, the following base in a sense With clothing like I said man if you see it It's physical I can touch it I can feel it alright I like the way this feels I like this shirt I like this branding let me get it Boom I'm going wear it I'm gonna wear it out People compliment me on it Let me go get another one You okay. know what I'm saying All So right. yeah definitely Definitely I feel like uh, Fashion is a lot A lot easier To start off For okay. sure uh,
0: So I was on album Music And Under your uh, Album uh-huh. Or mixtape whatever you want to call yeah. it um, It says 2019 Forceful Music uh, Recordings Right Um LLC under exclusive license to Equity Distribution.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What does that mean?
1: So I got a deal. I have a deal. I okay. d- I definitely do have a uh, a distribution deal through Equity Records. Equity is a subsidiary to Rock Nation. Uh, you know I I am blessed with a cool little situation. So it's not as uh, it's an, it's a distribution company for indies under a major. So. Uh, Forceful Music Is my record company You know all the publishing And everything comes back Through that But it's distributed Through Equity uh, I was blessed enough To be able to go on tour With uh, one of the a From Equity and Rock Nation Rail Carter um, Shout out to my dog I was just talking to him This morning um, And from there I was able to sign A distribution situation With Equity Like I said It's a subsidiary Of Rock Nation So I can't be like I'm on Rock Nation right. But when I go to New York I go to the office If that makes sense You know, makes sense. You know makes what I'm sense. saying Okay. Yeah so but yeah, that's it. Just just building relationships through the years, man. You know, I got some real connections and shit. So if I ever do something major, it right. could be seen something super major. So okay. it's, yeah, it's just just it's always an incline. You know, I always try to work up. I appreciate you for noticing that though, because I don't think a lot of people <laughs> be paying attention to that type of stuff. But yeah,
0: yeah, I that peeped it out because I like, you know most people they uh, either either distribute it like through their own mm-hmm. with. Um, Distro kids yeah. or something like that, and then you can pay to like change the name or something yeah. like that. But I was like, that sounds like a real company. Yeah, no, that's real. A real company. So that's a massive about
1: that. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Equity, like I said, is an independent distribution company through Rock Nation. So when whenever anything drops, I get placed on all the DSPs. Uh, you know, they do a lot of PR stuff for me as well. With that last project, uh, what was the last project? First day out. Mm-hmm. We got a Spotify placements. We got some Napster, some Napster placements, and all that other stuff. So, okay. so yeah, it's it's a real situation. You know, what I mean, they really are working the product and content for me whenever I put it out.
0: With the streaming system, as far as you got to get a thousand some streams, yeah, to make
1: Duh, a dollar, a dollar, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, how do you feel about that? Like,
1: I mean, yeah, for, pretty
0: much. How do you feel about that?
1: It's 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 a gift and a curse because the accessibility of streaming makes you accessible to everybody you know any and everywhere they don't necessarily have to buy uh your content they can just see you and be like oh let me check it check it out you know what i mean and with that it it expands your reach um it just it kind of sucks that the percentages are so low you know but that's why you got to find you a good distribution company that does not uh hit you over the head for something crazy or or take any crazy cuts or percentages off of those streams because that's what it be a lot of times um you do have to get a certain amount of streams before you start to see a true dollar amount but if you're dealing with a distribution company that's taking a percentage of that also per stream it's gonna take a lot longer so okay. you know um it's for me man it's just all about your personal brand, how strong your personal brand is, how hard you're willing to work to make sure that people are seeing the product once you put it out. And um, just going from there. Like I said, it's a gift and a curse for sure because it makes it so accessible. Right. But you just got to do a lot of work.
0: What's the benefit of uh, of signing a distribution deal? A deal?
1: Um. So depending on the distro company that you go through like I said with, with, with equity with me they do a lot of PR stuff for me also so once projects come out they help work the projects under certain spaces you know um, I've been blessed like I said to get get mixed uh, 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 playlist place placings and things of that placements and things of that nature just from having them in my corner and it's 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 good because you don't have to do as much work you gotcha. know gotcha. from an from an indie standpoint, uh, you know, everything is truly on you. You have to make sure your marketing, your promotion, everything is there. But if you get a, a strong distribution company that is vested in what you got going on, a lot of times they help you get the product out. They don't just put it on the DSPs, but they send it to other places too. You know what I'm saying? That's what, kind of what equity does for me.
0: With the amount of talent mm-hmm. that's in the 757 area, right. why aren't we popping like Atlanta?
1: Um, So... I do think that it is starting to get there Mm -hmm. uh, slowly, but surely what I, because I've been doing it so long, you know, I've been able to see like different waves, like the climate change. So when I started coming outside and really pursuing the whole music thing, uh, Twitter was the thing, you know what I'm saying? As you see social media progress and new talent come around, you can really see uh, them gaining fans You know what I mean You can see their fan base is Starting to grow You can see interactions From different people Starting to grow So I think We getting there I do think that we're Getting there But Atlanta is just A bigger hub You know what I'm saying You can okay. go to Atlanta And go to Tyler Perry Studios It ain't no Tyler Perry Studios Out here You know okay. what I'm saying okay. So it's just okay. It's just The accessibility Of all of that Major industry talent That's there That makes their scene Pop a lot more You know If we had uh, A QC Or uh other major labels that were still locally based you know i'm sure that this area would be that climate because that's all it is jermaine dupree still down there qc still down there like people travel to atlanta to create their following in a sense their stream so uh because you got majors in a local space it makes it pop a little bit more we got we definitely have major major industry talent here it's just the outlets aren't as accessible but what i will say uh, I commend Pusha. I commend Pusha T a lot, man, because uh, that airwave music, they starting to show love to a lot of the younger dudes, and I appreciate that because, like I said, I've been out here, man, for a long time doing this, and it was a time when we couldn't get retweets. You know what I mean? We couldn't get no retweets, no posts, no nothing, but now they starting to catch up to it. Like, all right, let me share Fatty. Let me share Londo. Let me share Crazy or whoever. Like, right. You know, and that's what helped, helps expand it also, just having that major or bigger eye showcase what's going on where they from so yeah it, sure. it's we're gonna get there we definitely gonna get I
0: there i think so too I, I, I definitely feel the wave coming yeah like man it's a lot a lot of things it's a, coming lie, up, dog.
1: it's a lot and you know just me being in the space that i'm in i kind of get to like birds i view it i can i kind of step back and can watch like and just see how things are moving like a lot of people Uh, always say man it ain't moving out here and i'm like nah y'all don't even understand like it's slow it's slower but it Mm -hmm. is definitely changing like you're in tune you'll see yeah if you in tune you'll see the change in how everything is going so like i say man i think in like the next three three or five years or so if we don't have somebody to really really pop off from the area it's gonna be a lot more eyes this way okay yeah for sure for sure
0: for sure i definitely it's two in mind that i'm gonna
1: bring up later on okay that's I think that's about to be out of here. Yeah. It's, sure? it's, man, I got, like, I got nothing but love and respect for the young dudes, man, because they once they catch they wave nowadays, that shit runs. Like, Viral. Yo, they gone with it, bro. Right, you know, a quick 100,000, 200,000 views on a YouTube and video. You good. And you good. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, yo, oh, I don't even know what y'all doing, but keep doing it. You know what, yeah. what I mean? For sure. like for real. that's. You just got to catch one. That's it. You just got to catch one. You catch just got to catch one, man.
0: That's it. Um... Without even Because I went through Your whole Instagram Uh You know what I'm saying Um, I googled you a little bit You know um, But without even doing None of that When I first came up Here to the shop The first thing I thought of Was Nipsey Word That's the first thing I thought I said And especially Like knowing Because I knew I knew you did music A little bit Yeah Like rapped here and there But I didn't know You had like Full-length projects Yeah And I was like This is really like On some Nipsey shit Yeah Like So like What was his uh, influence
1: So On uh, you Man Man, bro So uh Leading up to actually opening the store This is not even just This is just a, an example of the influence, right? I was fixated, bro On The plan The man and the plan You know what I'm saying? Because I saw it And I, and I always tell people What Nip did for me was made a dream scene tangible. You know what I mean? Like, Jay, I tell people, Jay-Z always shows you how far that shit can go. Like, right. you can start here and they can take it and go from wherever with it. But with Nip, it's kind of like, nah, bro, this is how you get it out of the off the ground. Like, all right, you know, you might have seen me out here doing whatever forever, music and however, but now you know my branding. And you know my branding because I wore it in every video, because I put it on right. everybody around me. You know what I mean? I made it uh Uh, uh, A focal location For my area You know what I mean That Marathon Crenshaw store When you go to California SoCal area People are still Trying to pull up And see the store You Mm -hmm. know Uh, God rest the Cud's soul You know what I'm saying But even prior to that though Like people was really Tapping in with that Uh, What did it for me Was the Crenshaw The actual Crenshaw Mixtape when he sold it For $100 Right And what made me feel like, yo, this is really real is not even that the tape was sold for $100, but but how they packaged it. You know, a lot of people felt like, oh, they were just buying selling a $100 CD, but the CD came with a CD, uh, a hat, a T-shirt, and an exclusive ticket to a show. So while you're paying $100 for this one album you getting a hundred dollars worth of product it's just packaged differently it was just like a bundle it was a bundle pack but they weren't advertising it as such it was just the album you know and i'm like yo this is really smart bro like you do music you got clothing you tie it all together and you sell it to the people you know and it's like they take if they if they start taking to the branding clothes wise they'll eventually like all right let me check this music out too and then if the music is good it's like oh damn this is really a whole package so for me that was like Eye opening, bro. Like for real, because I was like, "Yo, man, I got made in Norfolk hats. I'm putting out a mixtape every six months, mm-hmm. getting physical copies, going out here doing shows, shooting videos. Why, why not? All, why not tie all this stuff together? So, the first uh, project that I did tying it all together was the little four wheel project. I had a t shirt, we had a show, uh, and hard copy. You know what I'm saying? So, and people really. Dialed into it, I was like, oh, this shit really works. Like, this is really the way. So from there, it just, I just really paid attention to the plan. Like, all right, man, we're gonna keep grinding until we get to a point of getting to get into a store. Uh I, I really feel like I manifested this because uh like after Cuz had after he got killed, I was like, man, I gotta do this store shit, man. I can't like right. let this energy go, bro. I, I know this shit is real, it can be done. So it's a it's like a documentary on YouTube showing them go through the course of opening the store. And I watched that shit every day for like six months. You no know, but I swear to you were like every single day, like I was just why it would be on my phone. It was a picture of Nip standing in front of his store on my phone. I was like, yo, I gotta have that. And like it just all fell into place for real. You know what I mean? He was truly for me, um, a point of reference. Like, yo, you can really do it. You can just follow these steps because it was he was so so transparent in telling you how he went about doing it It was really like step by step Alright bro we started selling one t-shirt Once we saved all that money We put all that money in Got some more t-shirts Alright we got some hoodies now We just kept adding up on product Until it got to a point of being like Alright we can go get a space And that's kind of how I approached it too You know just uh, staying consistent Keep keep building the client base Until it gets to a point of being like Alright we can move to the next spot And we here now If you look around It's like marathon shit All over here It's an all money In dollar sign On the back wall It's a flag Marathon flag On the back wall yeah, the, the week I opened Somebody came And bought me Two pitches of nip week out The first week we opened Somebody was like Yo bro I feel your energy And I want you to have this And I was like Alright word That's you know, dope Crazy dope man And then I was like Damn I, I was kinda taken aback by it, cause I was like, yo, I I know I advertise and promote that I'm a big fan, but for you to be like you feel it, I was like, that works. So yeah, we got Nipsey pictures in here, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, flags on the wall, all money in, dollar signs on the wall. It's just it's it that that is what I wanted this to be. You know, this is my take on what could started, you know what I mean? For sure. This is just my expanding on it. So yeah.
0: It's definitely an energy. Yeah. For sure, it's an it's a, it's an energy of
1: empowerment, right? Of of
0: self, yeah. But self in the community,
1: in the community, in the community, and that's, that's what that's what's, that's what's super big for me. Like you know, just even with all of the the art that's on the wall, you know, it's all area specific. We got waterside, old waterside on that back on the back counter. Uh, you can't see it But behind all of the pants Over here Is Tied with a drive For Gene Beach Boulevard And military highway signs Over there It's another sign Seven city sign We got Like every The scope on the wall Everything in the store Is kinda area specific You know I wanted people to feel Like they were In the city Like yo know, I come I'm here This is what Norfolk feels like This is kind of a a Physical representation Of the city though So yeah, I'm. I'm always uh, excited when people come in and say they feel, you know, like they are in in the space. So Definitely. yeah, it's big for me. Okay.
0: All right, going back to uh, Made in Norfolk, mm-hmm. was it important to emphasize um, the high fashion?
1: Uh, yeah. So I always, like I said, I feel like you manifest everything, man. That started as a song, uh, you know. Uh, it being high fashion, I always say it to people like, you have to create the perspective for everyone else. You know what I mean? You have to make people see yourself and you how you want them to. Like, I took that from Wayne. When Wayne was out here telling people he was the greatest rapper alive <laughs> since the since since Hovertown, I was like, eh, <laughs> I don't know about that. But if you say it long enough, you know, and you believe it, people will take to it. Yeah. So uh, I made a song, man. It's called high fashion. It was just the, the the hook was just made in Norfolk is high fashion. And I started using that as a slogan for the brand to make people like just view it different. You know, it's not I don't want you to look at it and be like, this is a T-shirt hoodie line. Nah, bro. This is a high fashion branding apparel line that's in the area. You know what I mean? Everything that we do is from a high fashion base. It's not like. We just slapping some shit on the T-shirt. Nah, bro. Right. If you're going to get a Dior T, just know that you can wear this Made in Norfolk T right beside it. And the people might ask you about your T-shirt before the other person got on their shirt because it's right. still high fashion. So that was my thing, just creating that uh, that perception for the, the buyer, you know what I mean, for the person wearing it. Like, if... If I tell you it's high fashion, if I show you it's high fashion, <laughs> if I keep drilling into you that that's what this is and you put it on your body and look at it and be like, damn, this shit really is it's that. High fashion. That, you know what I mean? It really is high fashion. So, yeah. so yeah, that that was it. Just creating a slogan that people could take to that I felt like was real and just manifesting what I wanted the perception to be for sure.
0: That right, because I always, uh, you know, you look at uh, LV, yeah. Prada, Dior, yeah. and you just, and I, I, I used to think to myself, you know, what makes them? What makes it? What makes them the bar? Right. Like, what makes them? Is it the material they use?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, is it the the place they get their their the materials from? Right. What makes them high fashion? And I just like they make they make they, it high they fashion. make it high fashion. They make they it make high it high fashion.
1: fashion. Them. So the the materials uh the material is great for sure, but you know definitely comfortable. Yeah. The price pointing is what throws it, and you like oh this is five hundred dollar shirt. Yeah. This is this is high fashion. It's just $500. It's just $500. That's it. They just created that demand. And it's to make simple, you, too. Right, super simple to make you feel that way. So if they can do that, why can't we do that? Why can't we do that? Why, why can't I be right. high fashion? Why can't I be high fashion? Who's to say that my branding isn't? You know, the material might not be as crazy extravagant as what they're using, but you're still getting great quality product from us. It feels great. It's going to fit you like you want it to. It's not going to go... Uh, it's, it's, it's not gonna ever lose its value you know what I mean because like I said everything that we do is kind of uh general so you wear it now five years later it'll still be as fire as it was just like a regular any other high fashion brand piece so I'm like man if they can do that why can't I you exactly. know why can't I so that was all just creating that creating that perspective from for a foot of buyer you know what I mean Let, you know this is what my stuff is you know it is comparable to it is high quality, high fashion, and you can wear it and feel that way. So, okay. yeah, that was that was it, man. Um, it is, this is kind of like a, a clothing nerd
0: question. Okay, the the embroideries, yes. of 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 the clothes. Yeah, how do you do it? Because you have different type. You have we do. You got like just regular T shirts. Yep. You got sweaters. They yep. got it's like it looks hand knitted. Yep. You, you got the jackets. Yep. Like so, without giving the sauce all the way. Right. You know what I'm saying? You still got a business. Here. Right. 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 Um for somebody looking to up the quality of their clothing brand right what would, you, what would you what kind of advice would you give them like for embroidery purposes
1: i would say uh well one of the most important things is the stitch count you know when you're when you're about to get your product done you want to make sure that you have a proper stitch count on whatever the logo design is so it it translates properly on clothing cuz sometimes when you get a an embroidered file the people that might create it Undercut you on the stitches or overshoot you so it's like you paying more and then it looks crazy you know you just want to make sure that the dst file that you get is accurate to the to the logo design that you got and it looks good on clothing um you know starting out we were just doing vinyl you know cutting vinyl cutting and laying vinyl with heat heat and things of that nature but as the demand grows you know you got to step outside of that and just make more um more sustainable clothing you know screen press is something that we do heavy we do a lot of direct direct to garment printing the embroidery like you said those are a lot of uh long-standing methods that you can do with your clothing that'll up the quality you can up the price Mm -hmm. and people will feel even more comfortable paying that because they know it's going to be good forever you know what i'm saying so that's that's just one of the biggest things um i tell people you know starting out you can't start out Doing it yourself uh, with vinyl. Get you a vinyl cutter, heat press, computer, make it work. But as the demand grows, excuse me, you want to raise the quality level. And that just comes into the DTGs, the screen printing and embroidery, things of that nature. Okay. Yep. And we uh, we do a lot of that ourselves. You know, one of my things, one of my biggest things, bro, was being super self-sufficient. Starting out, you know, I did all of the clothing production myself. Now um, we have all the machinery to do it, so we kind of, not necessarily outsource, but I'm bringing in people to show them how to work certain things, so I ain't okay. got to do it as my do it as much myself. So,
0: like, most of the production is in-house?
1: All of it. All of it is in-house? <laughs> yeah, all of the it. The sweater man. I have on right now is the in-house. The sweater you got on right now was embroidered here. Oh, wow. Yes, sir. These certified Chicken Chasers hoodies, we take care of all that stuff. We that do is dope
0: i definitely was wondering that yeah that's dope yeah
1: we take care of it all man it just it's just like i said it's more cost efficient i was about to say that, that probably saves yeah you a know lot of, uh yeah. back to the whole nip thing all money in man no money out bro we, we yeah very very heavy on investing in self. so yeah everything that's in this store we we touch uh my partners and i if you have a piece of clothing on we have physically put it together for you you know Damn. what i'm saying it's really if I didn't touch it, Carnell did it. If he didn't do it, Carrie did it. So, yeah, you
0: learned that just, just off of just trying. It, yeah, man. trying
1: error, man. YouTube University is one of the best colleges you can go to.
0: That's a fact. You can learn how to do anything,
1: anything on YouTube. You anything. know, anything, and that's and that's something that I honestly tell a lot of uh, a lot of creatives and entrepreneurs and people that want to get into things. They like, yo, how can I do this? How can I do that? I tell them, Google it and YouTube it. Yeah. you know, and. Some people get upset when I say that, but for me, it's like, yo, I can tell you how to do it, but then you're going to keep having to come back to me for me to tell you how to do it. And I don't really have time for that. Right. I would rather tell you where to go get it from, right. go gain this knowledge, and if you ever got any other questions, you can ask me, sure, and I'll point you into the direction. But if you can do it yourself, you're saving money, you're saving time, and then you have... Uh, Information. The information travels. You can sell that off to somebody if need be. The same Facts. thing you asking me. Somebody else might ask you, and now you got the tools to be able to tell them. Oh, okay. Well, it's this, that, this, that, and the third. And how you doing? And you charge some if you want to. But yeah, nah. That's that's the biggest thing, man. YouTube, YouTube, and Google. You can find whatever you looking for.
0: That's a fact. Pandemic hits. Yes. What is your first uh, course of action? Like as soon as you figure out. Oh, shit. This is real? This is real. Store shutting down. Um, There's no more foot traffic. Right. That's going to be accessible to me right
1: now. Uh, What we did for the store was move it to all online based. You know, we do have a Made in Norfolk Apparel clothing store. I mean, online store. So um, a lot of the commerce was just online. It was all digital based. It was heavy heavy uh visual content i was always trying to put out some type of commercial or something to still let people know that we were still here that the site was available to them um all, i kept the new product moving also you know we didn't stop we didn't stop making, making and putting out new product we just changed the way it was purchased you know you know you can't come in store so you can buy it online pick up at the door things of that nature that was it okay yeah that was that was all we just we kept it moving i saw uh, a heavy spike on our online flow of course because you know people couldn't come in store but right that that's that's it man other than that it, it was still moving you know i i tell everybody god's favor is real because we were truly blessed during that time it was 90 days that the store was closed and that's tough yeah store was closed for 90 days a lot of businesses did not reopen you know a lot of businesses weren't able businesses weren't able to maintain their overhead in that time span, in that time span but we didn't have no issues just from the online traffic you know that kept us afloat and then once the doors were able to open back up um i had to tell people y'all can't come in here <laughs> Because you know, <laughs> like yo, the pandemic is still happening, guys. Five right. people, seven people. We opened up the week we opened up, man. You would have thought it was the first week, like right. or Christmas or something, like because uh, people were so stir crazy. I'm we going to the store? I'm like yo, look, mm-hmm. there's 15 people in here, guys. Can you guys please wait outside? So, <laughs> but it, like I said, gift and a curse, man. It was a blessing, right. a blessing for sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, on your Instagram, your uh-huh. name is uh, Amir Driver, aka Lil Four Wheel. Little Four Wheel. Is Lil Four Wheel like a? That's a is it like a real nickname?
1: So, uh, Little Four Wheel is my ratchet rapper alias, right? I put you, <laughs> put you down. So, my real name is Amir Driver. I've always used my uh, real name as my rap name. But my my partner Carnell, bro, was like, Yo, man, you know, times are changing. It's like, Yo, we need to like change with the times i'm like yeah i say, well everybody's little bro i'm not little no i'm old he was like nah i don't even matter so uh, <laughs> <at> the, uh <laughs> so i was driving i was in my jeep i'm sitting in the jeep and he was like yo you always got a jeep you've always had some type of like bigger car or something like that bro like you four wheel you always in the four wheel and i'm like yeah he said that's your name you love four wheel and i was like oh my god love four-wheel. so i'm so so listen he says it right <laughs> Now, we sitting in the truck, man, we laughing, we joking, ha, 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 and, like, later that night, I went out and took a picture for the gram, bro, and took a picture in front of the car and made that my caption, like, little Four Wheel, just joking, messing with him for real, because that's my man, so we laughing about it. Next day, I was out, and walking through the mall, I, like, like remember like it was yesterday, and someone was like, what's up, Four Wheel? <laughs> And I'm like, that's crazy. i was like, this nigga really just called me four wheel. I was like, oh, fuck it, then. All right, hey, we here.
0: Look, yeah, we here now. <laughs> I mean, that's how the best thing things is given. It's like your man's gave it to you, and then people started.
1: Yeah, bro, people started like running with it, yeah. and I. So I was like, you know what? That's hilarious. I was like, all right, bro, fuck it. We gonna we we gonna do a whole <laughs> little four wheel tape and some old shit. So it, it became uh, a alter ego in a sense. You know what I mean? When I. When I guess I'm in my rapper bag, they'd be like, "Oh, you four wheel today." So, (laughs) but which yeah, nah, it's that's that's where it came from, you know what I mean? So I just I just maintained it because, like I said, when you had like you say when you had somebody call you that you out, it's kind of like, how do I walk away from it now? You know? So yeah, it's it's cool though for sure. Uh,
0: The box is 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 the box like a like a look for you?
1: So now, yeah, yeah, man, I I argue with my barber every week about a haircut. (laughs) 'Cause she wanna cut it off and I be debating whether or not I'm gonna get a haircut and do the low cut and waves and shit. But now it's kinda it's kinda signature, you know what I mean? Even right. though I wear hats and shit every day, all day. But like if if I'm out and oh, the driver, you know, I it's 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 a part of the branding in a sense now, so I just go with it.
0: Now you're right, right. Because, like if you just like if, if I look at a silhouette Yeah, for sure. And I see the box.
1: You're gonna know, right? That's, I'm gonna know. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, and I'm gonna know. And, and that and that's and like I said, stuff like that is just it naturally tied into the branding, so I couldn't kind of walk away from it. You know, I just kept walking around with this box. Uh, initially, I got a box because my dad had a bo- has a box, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Yo, man, if I if I let my hair grow, I look just like you." da da da. One another, one of them times, man, and we did the box, and it just worked. And I've had a box for like four years now. I cut it every Damn. once in a while, then I grow it back. If I if I get a haircut, bro, and nobody will know. Oh, cause the hats? Yeah, I wear I get a cut and be like, nah, I shouldn't have done it. Right. I didn't fuck my branding up. You know what I mean? <laughs> now now I look crazy. So wear a hat for a month, now I'm back. They are like, oh, here you go. So yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely part of the branding now. How did, how did life,
0: life change around the city for you? Like how did life change for you around the city once you started seeing success with the music, success with the clothing brand? You open the store. Like how was it like just walking around?
1: Man, honestly, bro, it's uh it's a blessing because I tell people all the time I get to be myself all day, every day And have people receive it from a genuine place You know, sometimes you get guys that make music or whatever And they're a character People only love them for that character Once you outside, you gotta be this character You know, in order to receive the attention of the love You're looking for with me It's not that It's, I've been rapping for so long Everybody know driver to the rapper then once the clothes started popping It's like, yo bro, you really are A staple in the area um, from, a, from a music space You know I've always kind of received that love But once the branding and the clothes started taking off And people started seeing it on People that did not have the same skin tone Or complexion as us you know right. uh, A lot of the way I was viewed Has changed you know Everybody's kind of always held me In, a, in, a, in a, a pretty high regard But once this started to really move It's like yo bro you really Are our nip you know what I mean Then I just be like I appreciate that That's, Those are big shoes to fill But I definitely understand sure. Why You know People would see me in that light. We do a lot of Me, myself And the store in general We do a lot For the community We do a lot of things For the, the, the school systems Giving back Stuff like that So it's The love and respect Is big for me It's And, and, and it's cool Because it comes from Something positive You know what I mean It ain't like Oh, try to get love because he out here doing wild shit. We know right. that he's the wild guy. If you don't show him love, he <laughs> might come fuck your shit up. <laughs> nah, there, right. none of that. It's it's this dude doing something positive. We saw it from the ground. We saw him uh, continuously push to get to a certain space. So now you got to respect it. So it's always love, man. It's always, always love. It's always love. The younger rappers uh, look at me like the OG now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a lot of the older dudes look at me as like next. So, it's really nobody It's nobody in any industry out here That I'm not familiar with That don't show love, for real So, it's cool Okay You know what I'm saying?
0: That's dope All right. so just off of Just going through Instagram Right uh, I see you've been doing things in the community Yeah Uh, I don't want to misspeak on them So, I would like you to speak on them Okay Some of the things you uh, have done And plan to do in the future
1: Well, uh, you know since being in the store space, we have done a coat drive last winter. We did a coat and coat and sweater drive last winter. We donated all of those coats to um, kids that are that were needy in 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 the city. We went to a lot of Title One schools. We went to Ocean Air Park Place Elementary, just giving the coats out. Um We also did a community day with AT&T That was in partnership with AT&T Just to give back back to the area The kids in the area That's big for me Like I said I used to work uh, as a PE assistant In Norfolk Public Schools So, you know Just showing love to to the kids is big So they can see, you know You can still be cool Still do your thing You know what I mean Be somebody successful and progressive Without doing a whole bunch of wild reckless shit You know what I'm saying You remember me as your teacher Now I'm the guy that owns the store I'm back What's up We still showing love (laughs) So uh, In the near future We are definitely uh, Gonna do some more community outreach things In regards Like I said with the kids Tying into the school system Is kind of hard right now Because of the pandemic You know Mm. But In the next month or so uh, you'll see We're going to do A uh, career advancement Career development day Where we're going to teach Financial le- financial literacy uh, Entrepreneurship skills We're going to offer haircuts I'm going to get a kid Some uh, made in Norfolk tees and it's, That's huge And they're going to uh, Have a movie day In the mall And this is in partnership With my man uh, JJ uh, He's a rapper also His name is Slim He owns a, a, a I don't want to misquote A herbal store In Military Circle Mall And he was like Yo bro I got this idea Came to me and we made it work. So that's next, you know, just doing doing things in the area to try to keep morale high while the pandemic is still going on because we can only be within such close proximity to each other. But that's 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 next, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's next. Okay. That's next, and then probably do we'll probably do Another coat drive, toy giveaway or something like that for Christmas, just for the underprivileged.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, the violence in the area. Mm-hmm. What do you think could be a possible solution? Like or or would there ever be a time where you would just look up and you'll be like,
1: damn, like Norfolk is chill, like yeah. ain't nothing going on, ain't no beef, right? Like, so just cool. In, in in that space, you know what I can say truly though is the city has calmed down a lot in the last two or three years or so because you know we were uh, in a time of turmoil when it was uptown and south side. They were them young dudes was really at each other's necks, but now. Uh, I really think the focus is just making bread. You know, I really think a lot of the young guys now are really more so focused on getting money and trying to better their situations. You know, uh, the way they go about doing it might not always be the best. So that's something that we got to kind of focus on and redirecting the method. But I think the goal is now in a space where I'm not trying to rep and claim my hood. It's like I'm trying to get this money, get my people straight, and get out of the way. So... Um, you know, violence, unfortunately In any urban city, man is something that you're going to have happen Unfortunately, you know just right. ego, pride, whatever It's something that you're going to deal with But I will say that we have slowed down a lot And I do I do feel like as As a lot of those younger dudes That were being wild, get older You know, that energy will trickle down We ain't trying to do that no more We trying right. to get some money, you know So, uh, like I said With any urban city, you're going to have that But I do feel like it has slowed down with prayer You know We'll get to a point Of not having to Experience that at all you I hope know. so man You know But it's It, it has definitely digre- Digressed a lot So Okay Yeah
0: Last question If I let you get up out of here Okay Alright On the song Purpose mm-hmm. Off of uh, the chase The chase tape Yeah You said I'm not a rapper I'm, I'm a street, street preacher t- Yeah
1: street preacher Yeah
0: uh, Right now In the present moment What message Is uh, a mere driver Trying to send To his people His audience And and the youngins, you know, Mm -hmm. coming up that's looking at him, you know, for direction.
1: Uh, For me, man, it's about uh, progress, prosperity, and positivity, for sure. Um, Like I tell everybody, you know, I have lived uh, a variety of different lives out here in this area, you know, trying to find my way, but being true to myself, staying positive, and pushing positive energy is what's always worked best for me you know what i mean like i tell a lot of the young guys you don't have to be a square or no corny nigga whatever to feel like you can be cool bro you can still right. be a positive person you ain't gotta you know not live your life you can live your life freely but just from a positive space so for me it's just it's really big on that being positive maintaining positive energy um And and projecting that And receiving it back as it comes You know, all of these things that I'm being blessed with Just came from me positively Taking a step forward and putting it out there For people to see it it, Being myself for people, not trying to be outside of myself Or being something I'm not To uh, appease or please other people Uh, My message to the kids Is always just be true to you Stay faithful, stay positive, find something That you love And Try to find a way To monetize it Honestly man Because right. You know uh, Financial freedom Is one of the Biggest freedoms In the world to me You know Once you are able To create your own dollar Your own stream of income You now Are able to move In a different way And if You can do it Doing something you love You'll never feel like You're working So That's that's really big My message Like I said Positivity uh, Progress And prosperity man That's it Just stay focused Stay steadfast Stay faithful and know that you can achieve Whatever it is you're trying to do As long as you stay locked in on it You know what I mean For sure For sure
0: I like that I like that Amir Driver Yes sir I appreciate the time No problem man uh, Anything you, you want to plug uh, when, when is this going to be out uh, The full interview Will probably be out What's today Wednesday thir- Friday Saturday Sunday Monday. Probably be out Either, either either next Monday or next Tuesday
1: Alright cool so we gonna plug some So I have another I got a surprise tape coming right On the, t- on the 31st of October It's called Scary Hours it's only three songs But oh. it's fire we got a short film coming out also <laughs> Called Scary Hours And probably a video from the tape So Halloween you know I got a I got gift bag to drop off you know what I'm saying We shot the movie uh, last Sunday in store Like a little Halloween theme joint But yeah the tape will be out Uh the 31st we got all fall and winter made in norfolk certified chicken chases and blue dreams apparel coming in within another week or so so we're here guys uh stay tuned stay locked in god family maintain threes up over everything that's it you know what i'm saying all right my man
0: scary hours coming soon scary
1: hours